We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. Yeah, it is a final from American Family Field, and not a good one if you're a Milwaukee Brewers fan. 16-4 Dodgers win in game four of a four-game set. Brewers get the series win, and let's talk about it. It's Dan Plucker filling in for Tim Allen. And just a rough day of baseball. If you're coming back to your cars from the field, love for you to join in. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250 as the Brewers take the series but lose horrifically in the last game against one of the best teams in Major League Baseball. I mean, let's sit here and just, I know this game just happened. It was, it was awful. I, we, we just sat through three hours plus of terrible baseball from the Milwaukee Brewers, but let's think of the bright side out of all of this in seven games against the Dodgers and Padres, two of the best teams in the national league, the Brewers are six and one and the one game they lost is from a dude who made his major league debut. Alec Bettinger on the mound today for Milwaukee. Like I said, his very first performance in his career at the major league level. Pretty good stats for a minor leaguer. He was in double A in 2019. No minor leagues last season. Five and seven, a three, four, four ERA, but comes up and has just not a great night. Great day, I should say, today on this gorgeous, beautiful day for baseball. But again, horrific baseball game. Not not a good one. Um, let's get into it. Sam, you ready? Yeah, let's let's rip the Band-Aid off. Let's right. get it over with. Yeah, let's recap this baseball game. Start off well for Bettinger. You know, very first pitch of his MLB career, he gets a pop-up from Mookie Betts, one of the best players in the league, but goes downhill pretty quickly after that. Missed a couple of fastballs, walked Corey Seager, and then another mistake. He left a fastball high on Justin Turner. He would rip that into left field for a single. And you can tell he's starting to get a little bit nervous. This young kid, first MLB game, and he hits Chris Taylor. Bases loaded, two outs, and Matt Beatty does this. Ground ball softly hit past Bettinger, covering first, safe at first as Bettinger couldn't find the bag. Yeah, a tough play, kind of one of those tweeners. Well, Bettinger's able to grab the ground ball, it's an easy out, but a little indecision on the part of Keston Hira. He gets over there and Bettinger not able to find the bag, he had the ball in time. Little swingy bunt, well, once he got by the pitcher, he knew it was trouble. He has his foot on the bag right away. It's an out, but he didn't. Yeah, that's the turning point of the game right there for this baseball game. Rough play there. If he gets out of that, what happens next doesn't happen. Just think about that. This game is completely different if he just finds the base with his back foot to get that out. Because he the, the ball was there. It beat him. And then 
Unfortunately, this inning goes even more off the rails, and you can tell Benninger's kind of feeling it too. He's he's not he's not in a good spot mentally. He's missing pitches. The only pitch he could really rely on for consistency for the rest of the game is the fastball, and he gave one up to AJ Pollock, who crushes a grand slam, the first one of the game. And yeah, that's an important thing to say because there was more than one in this game for the Dodgers. Five to nothing here to end the first inning, 34 pitch inning for Bettinger up to this point in the series, though, again, because we're going to look at the overall focus of what just happened in this series, not just this game specifically. The Dodgers were four for 21 with runners in scoring position up until this point. So the Brewers had done an excellent job of closing innings quickly when somebody got on second or third base today. That was not quite the case. But let's go into it. So bottom of the first Brewers obviously needing to get back into it, but nothing really going here in the first inning. Wong strikes out swinging Tyrone Taylor lines out to left and then Avi grounds in or sorry, Tyrone Taylor actually got a base hit in that first inning. Avi Garcia, though, grounded into a double play to end it. Top of the second Mookie Betts leading off again. And Pablo Reyes makes this awesome play to rob him of a single. Didn't go very well for him. Great play. Pablo Reyes got him at first. Pablo Reyes, what a play. Nice. Yeah, he can pick it a little bit. We saw him in spring training. He played a lot of different spots and making a nice play, a backhand play. Has to go down on it, and he gets up quickly and makes a good throw. Yeah, it was a great play there from Reyes, the first of a couple in this game, really locking down that corner position on defense. He needs to pick up his bat a little, but if he does, man, he's going to have a spot here in Milwaukee for the long term. And the Dodgers get right back into it, though. Lots of hard contact still coming. Seager shoots a hanging curveball into right for a single. On 0-2, Justin Turner Takes another high fastball from Bettinger for a base hit. First and second, one out. And Will Smith pops out to left field for the first out of the inning. Two outs, actually. Second out of the inning. And then Chris Taylor hits a hard ball down the third baseline. Pablo Reyes knocks it down. Almost makes another incredible play in the inning. It did save a run, but it didn't really matter because the bases were loaded for Matt Beatty. And he goes yard for the second grand slam in as many innings. When you start out 8 nothing, not very promising uh, for, for the rest of the game. Uh, and then A.J. Uh, AJ Pollock, very next batter, pops one up in the infield to end the inning. 9 to nothing after the first inning. Dodgers 4-6 and six with runners in scoring position on the day. It's the fourth time in Dodgers history they have two grand slams in a ball game. Let's move to the bottom of the second inning. And again, Brewers offense just not getting it going. Hira struggles, pops one up to short left. Urias gets a single down the third baseline. And then JBJ hits one deep to center. Chris Taylor catches it on the warning track. And uh, Julio Urias, we haven't talked about his name yet, but man, did he have quite the performance today. The left-hander, his off-speed stuff was just nasty all day. Struck out Pablo Reyes to end the inning. Top of the third, uh, probably the best inning for Bettinger on the game. 0 for 2 on Gavin Lux. He gets a single, and then Urias bunts him over. Mookie Betts, man, he just must hate Pablo Reyes. This is what happens. Ground ball to third, diving stop again by Reyes. And he robs another hit for Mookie Betts. Oh, boy. What kind of glove does he have? We saw him in spring training. We saw some pretty good defense, but he is putting on a show out there at third base. Good for him. Boy, tremendous. I mean, we see him go down the line and knock one down. This time in the hole, taking away a base hit. And a good throw to first. Yeah, Reyes saving runs again, which I know in a in a 16-run game that your team allows it doesn't mean much, but it's going to mean something. And it did still kind of mean something in this situation. Saved a run. Seager grounds out to first to end the threat. And we go to the bottom of the third, and Jacob Nottingham is back. Weird, but he is back, and he takes this one in his first at-bat back in Milwaukee deep to right. Good stuff, Sophia. Thank you. And right on cue, he drives on the deep right center field. The Sheriff is back in town. First at bat back with the crew, and he goes deep. Yeah, strong. I'm telling you, that was a breaking pitch. 
from Arias. Waited back and just hammered it. Out there toward the Toyota territory. Wow, strong. Good for Jacob Nottingham. He's worked hard. Getting another opportunity with the Brewers. There it is. Outer half. Goes right with it. See you later. Yeah, you might be thinking, another opportunity. What are you talking about? Well, the last two weeks for Jacob Nottingham have been pretty nuts. He was DFA'd by the Brewers, claimed by the Mariners last week. Then, late last week, DFA'd again by the Mariners, and the Brewers traded for him just for cash to get him back on this roster after the, the injuries to Manny Pena and Omar Narvaez. So he's back in Milwaukee again and making an impact in this baseball game, even though at this point the game was pretty much already over. Bettinger stays in. He strikes out the very next batter, and Vogelbach pinch hits for Colton Wong, and at that point you're waving the white flags. Uh, he strikes out by another wicked slider by Julio Urias, buckled his knees, and then Tyro Tate. Tyrone Taylor grounds out to end the inning. That's through three, nine to nothing. Still Dodgers take it to the top of the fourth. Justin Turner makes some hard contact, but Avi Garcia leaps on the warning track to make a nice catch. Will Smith rips one to left center as well. Just for a single. Thanks to JBJ's arm in center field. Chris Taylor, one of his many base hits on the day as he shoots one right back up the middle. He made it on base six times today. A great game for Chris Taylor and a great game for pretty much every single one of these Dodgers hitters. It's second and third after a wild pitch gets past Nottingham. And Beattie lines one to right for his sixth and seventh RBIs on the day. It's 11-1 to one Dodgers in the fourth inning, and they're not over yet. Uh, actually, that does end the inning after Pollock lined out to Urias at shortstop and Lux grounded out to Hira to end the inning. Again, 11-1 to here. Bettinger's day would end there in his Major League debut. Four innings, 11 hits, 11 runs, two walks on 89 pitches. A 24.7 ERA after his first Major League start. Not what the Brewers are looking for. Not what they need with so many starters out they got to figure something out. Some Somebody's going to have to step up for their success to continue in the long term, especially with all of these dudes out. I mean, we're talking Anderson, Lindblom, who's another option as a starter, Corbin Burns being on the IL. This is, it's, a, it's a disaster right now. They have to get these last two spots in the rotation figured out if they're going to win some more baseball games going forward. Bottom of the fourth inning, Avi Garcia opens up the inning with a liner to right. And then Kesson Hira hits it hard into the shift, advances Garcia to second, but Hira's thrown out at first. Urias and JBJ ground out to end the inning. Top of the fifth, Jordan Zimmerman, the Wisconsin product, makes his Brewers debut, and he does a pretty good job. Uh, Urias grounds out to second. The pitcher, Pablo Reyes, does it again against Mookie Betts as Reyes makes a nice play to his left. Zimmerman walks Edwin Rios, but then... Nothing doing as Sheldon Noisy grounds out to end the inning. Bottom of the fifth, and Julio Urias is dealing one, two, three, bottom of the fifth inning for him. And he has six strikeouts, only four hits allowed in the game through the first five innings. Brewers offense has nothing going for him. Top of the six, Will Smith starts off with another leadoff double off the wall. Chris Taylor gets hit by Zimmerman, and the seven RBI. RBI man Matt Beatty back to the plate with two runners on. He clobbers one to center, but JBJ comes up with it for the first out of the inning. Pollock then. Man, these two guys back to back. Could you imagine seven RBIs in the sixth hole for Beatty? Eight RBIs for Pollock after a three-run homer. Just a disaster for the Brewers pitching. They cannot get the back of the lineup out, and that killed them today. Bottom of the sixth inning. Another one, two, three for Urias and another two strikeouts for the Brewers, totaling eight for the game. 74 pitches through the first six innings, and it's exactly what the Dodgers needed after back-to-back -back bullpen days in this series. Brewers respond, top of the seventh, one, two, three inning for Jordan Zimmerman. He's looking pretty good after giving up that home run the inning prior. Bottom of the seventh, Urias makes it 11 straight. Brewers retired with his Third straight 1-2-3 inning. 
He finishes the day with 10 strikeouts through seven innings, gets there for the third time this season. His final numbers, seven innings, 10 Ks, no walks, four hits, and just the one earned run on the Nottingham slam earlier in the game. Top of the eighth, Will Smith leads it off, grounding out to short. Zimmerman loses Chris Taylor, walks him to end a streak of six consecutive batters, retired. And then A.J. Pollock does it again, gets his eighth RBI, knocking one off the wall. Gavin Lux with an infield single to first. And let's talk about this one, because this is something that peeved me off quite a bit. I understand it's a 15 to one ball game, Dan Vogelbach. But a soft ground ball to the first baseman, he calls off the, the pitcher, Zimmerman. He calls him off. He says, I got it. And he trots to first base and doesn't beat out the runner. It was a lackadaisical play, and he is not in a position on this baseball team right now to be doing that in any matter of, of where a game is at. I don't care how many runs the other team is up. You play hard when you're hitting sub 170 and don't have a hit in the homestand, Dan Vogelbach. That one, that out of all things that happened, out of all the bad things that happened in this baseball game, that was the most frustrating moment of the game to me. Because it would have gotten the Brewers out of the inning. The next batter was the pitcher for the for the Dodgers, Urias. And he struck out. So at that point, the Brewers should be out of the inning. Instead, Patrick Weigel comes in. He hits Austin Barnes. And the bases are loaded again. All because Vogelbach did not run to get that out at first base. Bases are loaded. And you know what we're all thinking at this point. Please. Lord. Not another Grand Slam. We cannot make this three-in-one game. Weigel gets out of it, thankfully, striking out Rios with a slider to end the inning. Bottom of the eighth, the Brewers get a little bit of action going. Nottingham, a two-run homer over the fence for his second homer of the game. Here it is. Nottingham to right. Is he going to be able to keep it fair? It's headed towards the corner. It is fair. Another home run for Jacob Nottingham, his second of the game. Hey, go give him something to think about. Uh, Jacob. A couple of opposite field home runs for Jacob Nottingham. Boy, that kid's strong, isn't he? Goodness. Yeah, and it didn't end there. A couple more hits. McKinney gets a single. Vogelbach walks. Tyrone Taylor gets the first out of the inning on a line out to right. First and third. One out for Avi Garcia. He grounds a single to the left, and the Brewers get a three-run inning, making it 16-4. to That'll be a base hit for Avi Garcia, driving in another run, making it 16-4. to well, The mistakes that Kickham has made have been with the slider. He threw a good one the pitch before he hung that one. And Nottingham hit a slider out of the ballpark. McKinney with a, bait, a double on the slider. And here's another one. 83 miles an hour, outer half, down. Uh, Garcia able to adjust and hit it hard into left field, left center. Yeah, then here it gets a chance to maybe add a little bit more, but he kills the inning with another double play in this ball game. That's the second double play of the day. And first for here, uh, another not so great performance for the young player that the Brewers really need to step up if they're going to be successful going forward. Pretty quiet top and bottom of the ninth inning. And the game ends with 12 strikeouts for Dodgers pitching on the day and a 16 to four loss for the Brewers against the Los Angeles Dodgers. We're talking about it with you at 414-799-1250. Let's go to Marshall and Whitefish Bay. Marshall, what are your thoughts on the ball game? Well, good afternoon. Uh, you're doing a great job subbing for Mr. Allen today. Appreciate so. that, Marshall. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's good talking to you. I'm sure you've heard me before. I told your producer I'm very happy with the weekend overall. I think we have to look at the big picture. I came on this show several days ago and thought we'd only split this series with the Dodgers. So that was just a tremendous win last night. Uh, I hung in there through it. It was tiring. When they were saying some of us fans were a little tired, uh, they were talking to one of them here. But uh, it was a great comeback, great win, character win. And uh, I think we have a lot to be optimistic about. I just think today 
you know, they tried out a different pitcher, a mm-hmm. new pitcher. It was a good time to experiment. And I think we fans, we got to remember, they have to experiment. There's 162 games here, and sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not going to work. I think it was just a very bad performance, what I saw of it today. Um, but, you know, we, we, we overcame one of these in Chicago. We will we'll overcome this one. Uh, I, I, about the fourth, fifth inning, when I was listening a little bit, I said, hey, let's get our minds on Philadelphia and Miami. These are not right. going to be easy series coming up this week. We're on the road. Our road record's been tremendous. But uh, these are not going to be easy series. And, uh, you know, so we have to carry on with things. I, I like we got to like our place right now. That's the important thing. We're Absolutely. 17 and 11. We're doing great. Uh, and wait till we get Yelich, Kane, and some of these people back. Everybody on the national media that likes to poo-poo us, oh, they don't have Bellinger, oh, they don't have this. Well, uh, sirs and ma'ams out there in the national media, we didn't have Yelich and Kane either. So, you know, hopefully right. when it counts, everybody will be healthy, and we'll see who the best team is. And, uh, you know, we got a shot at if we keep this up, we got a great shot to go to the World Series. I'm going to say it right now, folks. <laughs> I love it, Marshall. As, as some of my basketball heroes always say, we can do one of two things. We can run away from it, or we can embrace the moment and embrace the time that we're in. Gosh darn it, folks, let's embrace this, and let's, let's, uh, let's get it while it's here, because uh, I think we have a very good team, and I just can't wait till we get healthy. Right. Marshall, thanks for the call. Thanks. Man, he just hit it on the head. That is that is exactly what I was going to go through through this entire show. So we might as well wrap this thing up now. That was beautiful. Thank you, Marshall. And I'll touch on every single thing that you just talked about in a bit. But first, let's get to Richard in Greenfield. Richard, you're next here on The Fan. Well, uh, considering that the Brewers have about half the roster on the DL, 17 out of 40, it's quite amazing what they've been doing. Absolutely. And, and that that's the good thing. The other good news today was watching here. You're a, you only struck out one time. <laughs> he, he needs to be sent back to the minors. I'm not just not, just not this month of April. It, but last year he was bad. I'm yeah, gonna. Richard, I, I agree with you. I'm gonna preach the same thing that Tim Allen has been preaching. Thanks for the call, Keston Hira. You gotta have fit. You gotta have patience with him. I, I know how difficult it is. It's the first month of the season. It was a 60 game season la- or last year. You, you have to give patience with this kid. If he can start figuring out in the major league level, I know everybody, we got to get him back down in the minors to get him to get his confidence up. I, I actually think it's the opposite. I think they have to keep him in the majors for as long as they physically can so that he can keep adjusting to major league pitching. I don't think that he is as adjusted as what everybody thought he was. That first season that he had with Milwaukee was not a full season. And a lot of times, at the major league level, some of these prospects come up, like Keston Hira's, and they come up hot. And they have great ends of the season. And then the next year they come back, and everybody has them figured out. And I think that's what that's the position that Keston Hira is in right now. Pitchers have figured out his tendencies. They've figured out how they can attack him. And he now needs to learn how to adjust off of that. And that's something that he hasn't done yet. So as as much as as frustrating it is as it is to see a guy like Kesson here, a guy who you have such high hopes for, MVP level hopes for, struggle this badly, as much as that just kills you as a Brewers fan, you gotta have patience with him. You gotta have patience with me as we're gonna hit a break here on the Pell Windows and Doors of Wisconsin baseball postgame show. Coming up next, we'll hear from Nottingham, we'll hear from Council, and you'll hear from me talking about how great of a game this, not game this was, but series this was for the Brewers and what's coming up next here on The Fan. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove on The Fan. Call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250 AM The Fan. 
You can call Tim Allen, but he probably won't answer. It's Dan Plucker filling in here for Tim Allen on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Baseball postgame show driven by Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. If you just got in your car, maybe you didn't get a chance to see the final score. It wasn't good. Uh, Dodgers win 16 to four against the Brewers in the finale of the four game set. Maybe you're on your way home from the game. Give me a call. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me what you're doing in a 16 to four ball game. 414-799-1250, just like they said in the intro there. But I want to talk about more than just this game. Cause I know this game was bad. I don't, I don't really like, frankly, I don't know how much I really want to talk about a 16 to four baseball game, but what I do want to talk about is a Brewers team that is playing some quality baseball against some really good baseball teams, and they're finding ways to win. And it's not perfect. It's not. I mean, we talked about last night's game. The Brewers' offense was pretty bad for most of that game. But they are finding ways. It's it's inexplicable almost. With 17 guys on the IL, both pitchers and hitters, and some of your best players, like Corbin Burns, like Christian Yelich, like Lorenzo Cain, like Colton Wong up until last week, how they are winning baseball games and how they're at the top of the NL Central and how they're atop the National League before today. They're the first place team in the National League before this baseball game today, before they got absolutely smoked by the Dodgers. But it's one of four games in a series where the Brewers won three of them. They beat the World Series champions three times in a four-game series. And we talked about it before this stretch began. 17 straight games for the Milwaukee Brewers. 17 in a row. And then Anderson goes down. And then Burns is out. And then more of these pitchers, more of these guys are getting hurt. Narvaez gets hurt, gets put on the I.L. And you're just thinking, how are they going to come out of this? What are they going to do for 17 straight days where they have to play baseball games? They cut Dot, they cut Nottingham. They bring him back, but they cut him originally. DFA'd him. See ya. And now he's back. They're finding ways to win baseball games, which is stunning by itself without some of your best players. But they're doing it against quality competition. The Padres, the Cubs, the Marlins, and now the Dodgers. They're winning against playoff teams. They're 6-4 and four in this 10-game span of 10 straight baseball games. And they have seven more coming up against the Phillies and the Marlins next week, both on the road. It's not going to be easy. Definitely not, especially in Philadelphia. But the good news is, I mean, Marshall was touching on this last segment when he called in, Marshall and Whitefish Bay, that they're doing this without Yelich, without Kane, and those guys are coming back. They pretty much said that in the broadcast today on Valley Sports Wisconsin, who all of our highlights come from. They said, we expect Yelich and Kane to come back in this next road trip, which is great news for this team. This team is not going to get worse when those guys come back. No. When you add a former MVP and a multi-time all-star like Lorenzo Cain back to this roster, you're going to win baseball games. And a lot of them. Because the one knock on this team so far has been the offense. And you're bringing back probably your two best offensive players this week. This is an ascending baseball team. I know they lost 16-4 to today. And that's awful. And for those of you who were at the game, who were at American Family Field... I'm sorry you spent your money on that today. But keep spending your money for the special moments that we're going to continue to see from this Milwaukee Brewers baseball team all season long. It is worth going to every single game at American Family Field this year. It is. Because you're going to see special things happening from this team. Corbin Burns, I know he's out now. And we can speculate what it's about. But he's on the I.L. Right now, he's doing something unheard of with his strikeout-to-walk ratio. Like ever in baseball, in the 200 years that baseball has existed, nobody has done what Corbin Burns is doing right now and what he had been doing before 
he's hurt or whatever's going on with him. Brandon Woodruff, an ace. You have two aces on this Brewers team. And if that's not enough to get you at an American family field, I'm not sure what is. The The season's not in shambles because of a 16-4 to loss to a World Series winner from last year. I am concerned, though. I, I must say this. The, the one caveat to this, I'm concerned with the pitching right now for the very near-term future, not for the long-term for the rest of the season. We're not talking about that. We're talking for the next 10, 15 games, especially with seven, a complete week of baseball games every single day. I have concerns about the starting pitching, and maybe you can help me figure this out. 414-799-1250. I, I'm worried about days like today where Alec Bettinger is on the mound and He's making his MLB debut, and he's giving up 11 runs in four innings. That's what I'm worried about, because right now they have two open rotation spots. You got to assume with how Eric Lauer did in this series, he's going to be one of the guys that fills in, but we've seen what he's done against all non-Dodgers teams. He's not been good. He's been inconsistent. Can he bring that consistency back to this rotation for every team he faces not just for whatever reason, the Los Angeles Dodgers. And then who fills that fifth slot? Zach Godley on the IL. And maybe he's hurt. Maybe he's just, hey, we're going to give you some time off after that game that you had a few weeks back. And Alec Bettinger now not doing so hot. We saw our first of Jordan Zimmerman today. And I argued with Sam during the game. I think Zimmerman should have made the start. Because for me, at least... If I knew I was pitching my major league debut against the reigning World Series champions, I would be freaking out all day. I would be super concerned all day. Whereas, I could go to Jordan Zimmerman, start him. If he's also going to pitch in the same game already, start him, Zimmerman, the veteran, who's been in this situation before. The veteran. The guy who's thrown a no-hitter that they showed on the broadcast with Christian Yelich, ironically, back with the Marlins, lining out to end the inning. Z Zimmerman has the experience. I know he hasn't been great. He's not been a fantastic baseball player in the last few years, was overpaid by the Tigers for the last five seasons, and now he was retired, for Pete's sake, a few weeks before the season started and the Brewers rang. But today, in this situation, I think I'm starting Jordan Zimmerman if I'm Craig Council and not... Bettinger. Just, just my opinion. But now going forward, who is that guy? Who, who else, if not Bettinger or Zimmerman, can they bring up and fill a rotation spot? I, I, I can't put it together. I can't, I can't think of another starter who could come in and fill that role. Sam, you got somebody you thinking of somebody? Well, considering the fact that you really only had to use Bettinger and Zimmerman today, you got to save some of your bullpen arms today. And really, this whole season, you haven't really had to have a bullpen game just because you've been able to call up guys like Bettinger, um, like all at least like some of these other starters. I mean, really, in this Philadelphia series, you could probably go maybe Brent Suter in one of these games to start and then have a bullpen game. So that is a possibility. That's a great point. That's a great point. And, and maybe that's exactly what they do. And honestly... I'm voting for that. <laughs> if if this was a democracy for what Brewers fans could could hope for Craig Council to do, I would say let's have a bullpen day. Now, that means that the starters have to take care of business, which hasn't been a problem to this point. I mean, Woodruff and Hauser and Freddie Peralta probably all pitching in this Philadelphia Phillies series at some point. And maybe a bullpen day the other day. But then what happens next? Because you can't for every rotation spot after that, you can't just say, we're going to have a bullpen day every five days. That doesn't work that way. That's not how baseball works. Somebody is going to have to step up, and I don't know who. And maybe two somebodies are going to have to step up for starters. We're all assuming that Lauer is going to be one of them. But maybe it's not him. They, they, they really, really, really need some help within the rotation going forward, which is weird to say because that's been what has won them the games. That's the issue, though. Their pitching has won them these games, and now those arms that have been doing it all season long through the first month of the year are no longer there. So how are they going to win baseball games? Hopefully, it's some sort of conglomerate between 
Yelich and Kane being back, the offense waking up, maybe Kesson here gets some good ABs, and or the pitching somehow stays even as great as they have been without Burns, without Anderson, and I'll say it, without Josh Lindblom, which is crazy to say, but he's probably more consistent of an arm than what we saw from Bettinger and maybe than what we'll see from Zimmerman as well. 414-799-1250 if you want to join the conversation. We're going to hit a break here, though. When we come back, we'll hear from the skipper. Coming up next on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin baseball postgame show driven by Great Lakes Dragway and Union Grove. I'm Dan Plucker filling in for Tim Allen. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Craig, are you uh, able to share with us, if anything, what, what you told Alec um, either during or after that outing? No, I mean, look, it didn't, um, you know, we gave him a tough assignment today. Um, unfortunately, the, the the first, you know, the ball in the first inning, uh, you know, we didn't get that out. It was just a, just a weird play. And then, and then things snowballed. He, he gave us four innings, um, you know, which, which got us through the game and gets, puts us in good shape tomorrow. So, you know, it didn't go well, but, um, we move on to the next day and then he's, he has to take uh, lessons from it um, and get better from, from the next, from the next time. Craig, the results aside, what did he show to you today? You know, just, just mental fortitude and toughness getting through it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's fastball. I think it's fastball plays for sure. Um, I think he just, his off speed stuff. He struggled with it a little bit. I thought, um, but I thought his fastball works and worked. Um, but yeah, you know, you need both. What did you see from Zimmerman today? Well, Jordan covered three and two thirds for us. So, you know, that was, that was big too. That's the thing after this game, Craig, right? Is that you're, you're at least must feel good about how you're positioned going into this road trip because you still don't have any off days coming up here. Yeah, I mean, that, that the big thing as we get through this, you know, we're heading into the Philly series and, you know, we got all our guys a couple of days off now. We got JP a couple of days off, got uh, Boxberger a couple of days off. Devin got a day off today. Uh, Suter's completely fresh and ready to go. So we're, we're you know, we, we knew this was going to be a tough stretch for the bullpen, especially. Um, I think we're getting through it fine and, and we're in good shape. So, you know, you, you take a little – solace in that today um and get ready for tomorrow were you just trying to get cold off of speed a little bit um by getting them out early today craig yeah just essentially trying to treat it as a day off um when the, when the score got a little out of hand craig just considering what kind of week you guys had with guys up and down and injuries I mean to win three out of four here um and win four on the homestand uh, what do you how do you assess the week overall yeah I mean you know we, we played a good series here um you, you take three out of four from um the the, the Dodgers and then you consider it a good series for sure um and a, and a lot of guys continue to I feel like continue to step up um you know and, and it, it takes it's going to take more than 26. We've made that pretty clear. And I, I think we're in that mode right now. Uh, that that's a good place to be. Um, I think we continue to overall pitch very well. And um, I think that's going to continue to service very well. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by windows select right now. Buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500.
Yeah, it's Dan Flucker filling in for Tim Allen here on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Baseball Postgame Show, driven by Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. You just heard from Craig Council there, and man, he said it right there. He said, we put Alec in a bad situation today. Yeah, you did. That's why I'm saying, why not? Why not have the veteran, the guy that's been there before, Jordan Zimmerman, pitch to start and then bring in Bettinger in relief? You know how nervous I would be if I was going up in my very first major league performance against the reigning World Series champions and the consensus best team in baseball? I would be so nervous. I would be scared. I'd be freaking out. And he probably was all day. That's why he had to rely on his fastball all day long. His tried and true, everything else was just not working for him today. But you know who was working? Jacob Nottingham. What a wild week for him. Last two weeks, I would say. DFA'd here by the Brewers. Claimed by Seattle. He's thinking, oh man, I'm going up to the Northwest. And that's where I'll be playing, at least for the foreseeable future. Shout out to uh, Brian Gutekunst right there. Uh, for the foreseeable future, he's going to be with the Mariners. And then a few days later, DFA'd and the Brewers desperate for some catching help after injuries to Manny Pena and Omar Narvaez are like, hey, so I know we just broke up with you, but uh, you want to come back, sweetie? And they, they make a trade just for some cash. Didn't cost them too much. Bring Nottingham back. And he has two homers back in his first game with the Brewers. Here's what he had to say after the game. Jacob, welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be here. Could you uh, give us a little insight as to what the last uh, few days were like for you as far as going there, getting DFA, coming back, travel plans, all that stuff? Uh, I mean, everything's been good. Uh, I got picked up by the Mariners and uh, I was ready to get going with them. And then um, yesterday, just a couple things changed. So we just had a reroute and um, now I'm here. So it's good to be with the boys. What time did you get back in today into Milwaukee? Uh, I probably got in like one in the morning. So today. <laughs> Sometimes that's the way to do it, right, Jacob? You don't have to think about it or anything. Just sort of sleep a little and come play. Yeah, just go with it. I mean, at the end of the day, we're out here just to play and um, compete. So uh, just kind of just do my thing and just whatever happens, happens. Um, just control the controllables and just play hard. Craig said they wanted to bring you back because of the familiarity. What uh, what does that mean for you, Jacob? You know, just coming back to a familiar place. Uh, I mean, I know the guys. Uh, I know what they like to do. So... Uh, it's good. I don't got to learn a whole new pitching staff. So to be back with these guys and then how dominant they've been this year. So I'm excited to be with them and do whatever I can um, to help them. Hey, Jacob, how tough is it today for, for Bettinger? You want to help him get through that. And after that, that play at first base in the first inning, it sort of turned on him. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of ups and downs, you know, it's that's not what he wanted, but, you know, you learn. Um, you just brush it on the table. There's nothing we can do. You live and learn. And, um, you know, he's a great pitcher. He's going to come back and he's going to have a great outing. Um, so, I mean, it was just a tough day. Just one of those days in baseball. So, Jacob, what do you think about that play in the first thing? I mean, there's no way to know what might have happened. But from what you've seen of pitchers, once they, especially a guy just up, if he gets a clean inning there in the first. Yeah, that's a big, it's a big play. You know, that, that changes an inning. Um, cause he, you, you go from, if he's out, then he gets to just take a deep breath and kind of just take everything in and relax on the bench, kind of process, slow everything down. But you know, that it didn't happen that way. Um, so we just kind of had to work out of it, but you know, it's a big play, but you know what? It's just, it's just, it was just one of those days. Like I said, wow, I can't believe he got in this morning at 1 AM and then comes in even in this Horrifically bad baseball game hits two home runs and he's back with the Milwaukee Brewers 
and he's probably your starter, at least going forward at the catching position. We'll talk about it more here on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin baseball postgame show driven by Great Lakes Dragway and Union Grove. After the last pitch, make the switch to our show. It's Dan Plucker filling in for Tim Allen. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Yes, it is. It's Dan Plucker filling in for Tim Allen, a 16-4 final Brewers loss at the hands of the reigning World Series champion L.A. Dodgers. A tough game. Hard to watch, but overall a great series for this Milwaukee Brewers team. Uh, one person tweets in Mark, and he's saying, "This is his tweet. I, I I can't I can't believe this tweet." He says, "Dan, how can you be so positive about this Brewers team? They just lost sixteen to four. Mark, what are you talking about? Yeah, th- yeah, they lost sixteen to four, but think about everything else that just happened." They won three of four against the Dodgers. Last week, they swept the Padres. They're playing good baseball in between. They're winning games six and four in their last 10 consecutive days of baseball games. And they're getting help coming. Lorenzo Cain, Yelich, they're they're coming this road trip and these next few games. So, yeah, I'm high on the Brewers right now, and all of you should be, too. 414-799-1250 if you think otherwise. Forward thinking, looking to tomorrow. Brewers on the road in Philadelphia. Start a four-game set with Bryce Harper and the Phillies. Adrian Hauser is going to be on the mound against Vince Velazquez. It's a 6.05 start. Hauser 2-2, 3.65 ERA. Velazquez 0-0, 6.57 ERA. Only 12 innings this year for him, so he must not... Have a bunch of starts for Velazquez yet on the season. And I don't know. I, I, I'm i so high on this team, guys. This Going forward, you have to be excited about the Milwaukee Brewers and their future. This, this season has so much promise. As Tim would like to say, it's the 2021 championship season and we're talking about it. And we're talking about it right now. Who's on the line here, Sam? Let's go to Drew on the east side. Drew on the east side. You're on the fan. What's up, Drew? Dan, how we doing? What's up? Um, well, you hit it right on the head. I don't know whoever whoever that nobody was that tweeted in how you could not be high on the Brewers. We are 6-1 and one against the Padres and the Dodgers, two of the biggest World Series, you know, contenders, yeah. To, contenders, exactly, who's supposed to be there. I mean, and think about it. I mean, I said this to Tim last night. I mean, it just goes to show, you know, the games we're winning, how important pitching is. Our offense hasn't even begun to get hot. We're out Lorenzo Cain, we're out right. Christian Yelich, and we're winning these games where we can't score with runners in scoring position. I mean, but we're still winning these games. And yeah. our offense, there's no way it's going to get any lower. So whoever tweeted that in is just, wow. I mean, how did, I mean, just very, I just, I just, I don't understand. It, it doesn't make sense. I agree with you, Drew. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. Thanks for the call. This, guys, this, this is probably the best Brewers team that David Stearns has put together. I'm not afraid to say that. Even the one that went to the NLCS. This team, I think, is better than that team. They have the potential to be better than that team. And I know how special that team was. But look at what the Brewers are doing right now. Winning games and winning series against teams like the Dodgers and the Padres and doing it without... Their best players. They're relying on guys like Travis Shaw, who the last time he wore a Brewers uniform hit sub 200. Like this is the that's the guy they're relying on to be their offensive threat right now. It was Omar Narvaez for quite a time, but then he went down with the injury. This this offense has so much room to grow, and if they can catch up to what the pitching and the defense has done this season. We're looking at a World Series contender. Tony and Oak Creek, do you agree? Hey, guys. Uh, honestly, I think games like today suck, right? No Absolutely. one's happy about losing that bad. 
but at the same time, you got to find the silver linings. We have won three straight series against the Cubs. We just won a series against the Dodgers. We won against the Padres. We're doing it with guys like Jacob Nottingham, who just got cut. He had a multi-homer right. game today. Like, having guys like this, role players, you know, like, stepping up. This this reminds me kind of, and it's a weird comparison, but to the, the Bucks team of last year. Yeah, we've got our, our all-stars and stuff, but we had so many guys that played their roles and, and helped our team be dominant, right? And right. so this year with the Brewers, I, I you got to be positive. You got you know like we had one game against the Cubs where it was similar to this, where it was like fifteen to two. Um, those games suck, but at the same time, you look at who started for us today. It wasn't you know we we called them up and we threw them out there. And um, I appreciate those guys for being those goats that we can just kind of throw out there, sacrificial lambs that you know <laughs> give our guys a chance to get off the aisle, get some recovery time. I'm hoping Narvaez comes back just as good as he you know before he got hurt. I hope the same for Burns. Was, mm-hmm. that, was he COVID? Is that why he's out? Uh, it is undisclosed. Okay, still He undisclosed. was just placed on the aisle. I hope he comes back. You know, I, we've got so many guys that are going down with injuries. I just pray that, like, they come back as hot as, you know, maybe not even as hot, but just consistent as we have been this season when it comes to our pitching. Right. Um, you know, the guys that we picked up in the outfield um, that have just been stellar, uh, McKinney, like, it's just, Tyrone Taylor's been stepping up. Yeah, you're 100 yeah. percent right. So just and and like Wong and Urias in the middle, man, that's such a great combo defensively. It's awesome Beautiful. to watch. It's exciting to watch. Um, yeah. So I, the tweet, yeah, it sucks we got killed, right? But at the same time, you got to find a silver lining even in those really bad defeats because that's not what our seasons look like. Right. Thanks for the call, them, Tony. But, Appreciate yeah. it. No, I, I, you're 100 percent right, Tony. And we haven't even talked really about this team defensively. They were stellar. Even today, they had a really good game other than the Dan Vogelbach thing, which is the are you kidding me moment of the of the game. Dan Vogelbach not beating out a guy that has to run 20 feet when he has to run four. That ticked me off. That's the thing that pissed me off the most in this baseball game. But defensively, Pablo Reyes, man, that guy at third base is knocking everything that comes his way down. And if his numbers come up offensively, we're going to see a lot more of Pablo Reyes this season. And we're going to see a lot more winning this season from this Milwaukee Brewers team. It might not happen in the near future, especially with their pitching woes, but long like pitching woes that could potentially be coming with Burns and Anderson and these guys out. But long term, guys, focus on the future. Focus on what this team can be and not the 16-4 to loss today. It's been Dan Plucker filling in for Tim Allen on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Baseball postgame show, driven by Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. You'll hear my voice again coming up on Saturday. I'll be doing filling in again for t- Tim on that day. Until then, we'll talk to you soon, Milwaukee. Thanks for your time today.